people of God who have received God's mercy, we must come to that point where we must recognize vividly that something has been given to us, or rather, we are in possession of a special gift. It's part of your Christian journey. It's part of the life of faith. We must come to a point where we recognize vividly that we have received something. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him shall never perish, but have eternal life. So we must come to that consciousness that we have received eternal life already. And the consciousness of it must be so strong more than any other thing in our hearts. That's where our strength lies. The more you are unconscious of this reality, the more you are vulnerable, the more you will never manifest as a Christian. Let me tell you, and let me shock you. God is more interested in you growing in the consciousness of what he has given to you than your effort to live a life which, in quote, or in parenthesis, you are seeing, are trying to please God. Do you get my point? God is more interested in you growing the consciousness of what he has put in you, what he has given to you through his son. Because that is the major project. That is the project of heaven. The reason he gave is that you may receive. He's more interested in that than the little efforts, all the efforts you are making. Oh, I don't want to displease him. Oh, I don't want to offend him. Oh, God, you know, and you are, and you are doing that, thinking that that is pleasing to him. You know why? The more you grow in the consciousness of what he has given, the more he is happy that you are receive the highest gift. On account of that, you can achieve more. Your strength lies in what you have received. You are able to do more based on what you have received. If you have not developed the consciousness of what you have received, you can't do much. Your good works are useless if they are not powered by that deposit. That's why it's not every good work that pleases God. Oh, this person, he lived a good life. Oh, he was charitable. That does not make it acceptable to God. It must be touched by grace. It must be within the ambience of the gift of, our son, of his son, Jesus Christ. And so our journey every day is a journey where God, you know, God is you know, trusting you to engage that thing he has given to you. Allow it to run your life. Peter, continue to inspire us and challenge us. I have no silver nor gold for what I have. Can you see? Not what is in heaven. Not what God is going to do tomorrow. He has come to that maturity. Peter was one who wrote, we are partakers of the divine nature. That is the that is the, the, the Easter celebration, the life of resurrection. Stop just reducing yourself to a mere 
human being. Begin to allow what God has invested in you to overwhelm you. See yourself beyond just being flesh and blood with organs running your, the economy of your system. There's something more God has done that eyes cannot see that makes a difference. Your brain is only a network of these systems, but it's a higher energy you have received. And Peter demonstrated it. What I have, I will give you. What is I'm in possession of, I will give you. It makes a whole lot of difference. It's a sign of growth. It's a sign of maturity. Exercise it. You have something. Use it and bless yourself. Use it and bless your family. You will lift your hand and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for blessing me with this gift. Thank you for the gift of eternal life in me now. Thank you because I have received what you have given. On account of this, I bless my family. I bless my husband. I speak a word of power over his life. I speak a word of power over my children. And I decree it shall be well with them. You see, you are now spending what God has given. There is no prayer as powerful as that. Because it is God himself who is praying through you. In the name of Jesus, by this investment of God in my life, I bless my career. I decree open doors. This is how we work. This is how we live. In the name of Jesus, there will be conversion. As you wake up at night to make intercession for the sick, you are not praying from heaven. You are spending the energy you have received in Christ. I am the light of the world, Jesus says. Whoever follows me shall not walk in darkness, for he shall possess the light of life. You are in possession of something. It will shock you. That if you live the ordinary superficial Christian life, you arrive in heaven, and God will be angry with you. And you wasted the resources, never using it to manifest his glory on earth. And that judgment is even more harsh than you made mistakes. Vine, and you are the branches. Eh? We are already the vine, right? Amen. We are already the vine. Mm? Good. We are already part of the vine. So that one is not an issue any longer. But he said, any branch in me that bears no fruit. He said, what happens? My father, not even himself, my father will cut away. And he shall be gathered and be put inside fire. I said, what? The part of the vine already cannot be, you know, can God not still try to do something? No. Any branch in me that does not bear the fruit of what I've been putting in it, my father cuts away.